Welcome to the People Leaders Podcast, the audio resource for managers and business leaders creating high-performing teams. Join leadership and team development experts Jen and Michelle Turkelson each week as they explore both subjects from every angle. Through practical tips, valuable insights, and compelling interviews with leadership experts around the world, you'll learn how to bring out the best in your staff and how to give your best as a leader. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Jan. Another day, another podcast. Oh, yeah, and I'm really looking forward to this uh, podcast because as a lot of the people, particularly in Australia, are going through COVID and the second wave of lockdown, uh, many people are being challenged by by this. And so the more that we can support um the, the, the listeners with what whether they're strategies or um, books to read, then you know re- this is really worthwhile, really worthwhile for us too. Right. So but that's what. Yeah, yeah so that's why we're looking for. Get the earbuds on and listen in. Okay. So who have we got, right. Michelle? So today we've got uh, Jamie Shapiro. So Jamie's CEO of Connected EC. Jamie's a certified nutritionist and former triathlete. She also has a best-selling book called Brilliant, Be the Leader Who Shines Brightly Without Burning Out. We love that. Um, and the book is really for anyone and it's a, it's a course in personal discovery with lots of tips on how to cultivate character and become excellent at thriving. Who doesn't want that, particularly now? Um, and Jamie has many clients and with her clients they learn about emotional intelligence, how to physically embody leadership, and how to nurture their visionary leadership capacity and engage their self first. That's beautiful. And Jamie's now doing um, lots with clients around change resiliency, robust virtual organisations, uh, leading with empathy and changing perspective on comfort. So welcome, Jamie. <laughs> There's so oh, much to talk about. <laughs> I know. Thank you both for having me. I'm so happy to be with you. Right. Good, good, good. Okay, so, Jan, do you want to kick off? I know we've got lots of questions. Sure. Um, before we started recording, we were just talking to Jamie and, you know, we've got a lot of things in common and it's always lovely to hear a different perspective. So um, I'm interested in your coaching practice and how you've combined executive coaching with wellness, you know, as an approach to leadership. So can you tell us why you chose wellness and executive coaching and, like, why those two areas? Absolutely. Well, I have to say it was born out of my own experience. I am a former IT executive and I just watched myself go through these unbelievable cycles of burning bright and burning out and putting all the business goals ahead of myself, sacrificing everything, having absolutely nothing left for my family and wondering, wow, what's going on? What is happening to me? And why in these moments am I such a poor leader? right? When I'm this depleted, why do I have no capacity? And while I had wonderful executive coaches in my career, it was always a very intellectual conversation. How's my communication? How's my strategy? What's going on with team dynamics? But it wasn't questions like, so you're traveling all the time. How's that going? How are you managing that? How are you getting good nutrients into your body? How are you handling all of these clients coming to you and yelling at times how do you manage that stress and the answer was I wasn't doing any of it well and I used to say I had it all together on the outside but I was falling apart on the inside and and in the business world you know I think a lot of us go through that experience where 
we keep it together and then we fall apart. And so I knew there was a different way. And in those moments where I was really, really taking care of my full self, that's when my leadership truly magnified. And I think just watching my peers, watching myself, I said, there is something here. There is something so important here to connect the dots because when we treat our full body as a part of the leadership dynamic, what happens is we actually do reach our peak performance. But that is not the traditional path. Um, so that's why I combined them. I will tell you when I started my company about a decade ago, it was a very strange thing for people. They didn't know what I was. They're like, are you an executive coach? Are you a health coach? We don't understand what you're doing here. You're odd. Um, so it did take some real time for people to understand what I was trying to do. But now there are so many organizations doing this. And I'm so grateful because we need an army to change how we think about leadership. Mm, absolutely. Ja Jamie, hearing you say that, you have just sort of spoken directly to Jan and I because that is definitely, well, that is a path that we took about a decade ago and it was very woo-woo, you know, talking about know. mind, body, spirit or, you know, your emotions and your health. And so we are more than just our intellect, absolutely. And Jan and I, um, we've always been interested in our own health and well-being, and we know that that worked for us. And so why wouldn't, you know, you are more than just you know the, the role that you play as a leader yeah so Jamie when you said that um, when you experienced this disintegration you know like on the outside you had it together on the inside you didn't and then you started to make a decision about shifting can you share with us what was the one shift or uh, um, one particular shift that people listening to could go, okay, that's something perhaps I could do or just to give us an insight about your story. Well, there, there's a couple of things that happened for me. Um, I, I want to talk about kind of the, you know, the small steps and those like little things that we can do that move things forward that I coach around all the time because behavioral change does not happen in these big sweeping changes. It's mm -hmm. one small step at a time. So yes, there are those small steps. But the first thing I had to do was really say, I'm not fulfilled. This mm. isn't working for me. Mm. And being willing to say that out loud is a really hard thing. And mm. I think sometimes taking the first step is about saying, I want something different. And I had to be willing to say that first before I even made any of the behavioral changes necessary. Um, so that's the first thing is what really is fulfillment. I think sometimes we're chasing happiness and I don't think that's the right thing to chase. I think, you know, happiness is definitely something that goes up and down and joy goes up and down and emotions happen all the time. But I, I use that word fulfillment because I do believe when we're aligned, mind, body, heart, and spirit, hmm. the ups and downs of our emotions are just like those waves and fulfillment is something that lasts. So that was the first real question I had to ask myself um, as an executive is, am I truly living into my purpose? Am I fulfilled? Is this working for me? And at the time it wasn't. Um, and the second step is really the small things. And what I really think um, we have to do in those moments where we start transforming is we have to ask, what's the small step that I can take that's right in front of me that feels easy? And for me, in that moment where I was really starting to transform my world, one of the small steps that just totally landed for me 
was getting back into my yoga practice, getting movement, starting slow, being really kind to my body as I had all this intense pressure and stress. And so that's where I started, but that's not the right starting point for everyone. Sometimes the right starting point is just beginning to get hydrated again. We have a chronically dehydrated situation going on, um, which completely detracts from not only our energy, but our mental clarity, our focus, our engagement. So little things make a huge difference. So even just starting to drink more water can be that keystone habit, that catalyst that starts to take someone on the journey to really transforming into their fulfillment. Mm, beautiful. And I love what you said about um, fulfillment because that, that is such a spiritual word, isn't it? You know, like to be filled, there's no lack in being filled. Yeah, fulfillment. And also how you said, you know, you started to be kind, you know, to mm -hmm. yourself. That's a beautiful mm -hmm. reminder. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah, isn't that yeah. interesting? We, I know we, we feel when we have to, more when we want to change habits that we need to, you know, start with a big juicy one. But there is something about, you know, the path of least resistance, you know. And yes. Yeah, it just feels more possible, doesn't it? Which, which leads me to my next question about self-leadership because you do require a lot of self-leadership in order to, you know, move in this new direction. Can you talk a little bit about that? What is self-leadership yeah. from your perspective? So in our model, which is called the full-bodied leadership model, we have three layers and foundationally the first layer is vital leadership which is self-mastery, self-leadership. And then we get into empathetic leadership, which is all about relationships, and then visionary leadership, which is all around community, organization, big picture, global. Most leaders, when they start working with me, one of the first things they say is, I want to be more of a visionary leader. Or I want to be more inspirational. I'm like, great, let's take a look at that foundational layer. How are we doing there? Um, and to me, self-mastery is really two things. It's awareness and energy. Mm. Do you have the awareness for self and do you have the energy for self? Do you understand your own emotional landscape? Do you understand your own triggers? Do you understand your own needs? Do you understand what replenishes you each and every day? Once we master those things, that's when we have our peak capacity for others. That's when we have our peak capacity for other organizations and our own organization and our boards and all these different things that we do and we give to. But so rarely does someone come to me and say, you know what I'm looking for an executive coach? I'm looking for self-mastery. That doesn't happen usually. <laughs> it's usually those other areas that people talk to me about. And I bring us back to the foundation and start at the foundation first. Mm. Beautiful. So do you have any stories to share with us, um, people who perhaps adopted this mindset and the impact that that has had on their leadership? Absolutely. Um, I have been so fortunate to have some of the most incredible clients. I feel so, so lucky. And I have had the joy of watching their lives transformed. It's not an overnight process. It's not a few month process. I mean, these are people who are in the work day after day, and really taking those small steps after small steps after small steps. And I'll just share one client story with you. Um, when she first came to me and we looked at how she was doing from an overall well-being standpoint, she was dehydrated. She was not sleeping well, taking NyQuil, drinking a ton, 
um, was completely void of nutrients, and she was in a very high-powered, high-capacity role where she had to give all day long and support this business. And she found herself in the evenings completely crashing, um, feeling unhappy, feeling isolated. And I I do specialize with um, top-level executives, and it can be a very, very lonely job. And so that's when she and I first started working together, that was really how she felt. And so little by little, we took her on the path. And we started with basics, with nutrition and hydration and really focusing on how to start replenishing her better and really taking her into, I heard this term and I love it, radical best friendship of self, like really (laughs) taking a stand for herself. And it's not my term. And I wish I could give credit to the person who said it, but I just love that idea. And What happened was when she took care of her, not only were, was she transformed, but then her relationships were transformed. Mm -hmm. And when we did her 360 evaluation, which is that leadership evaluation, the feedback I kept getting was she was inaccessible, not connectable, all of the standoffish. And as she grew in herself, she became connected with her, more connected with her team, more connected with the organization, more connected with her board. And that really not only transformed her, but transformed the team and ultimately the organization. And I have story after story. Actually, my book, Brilliant, is I take one character throughout the book, but he's really a compilation of many characters I've worked with and I've changed the story. So, you know, I've changed them enough that no one can say, I think that's me. Um, But I wanted to share how do these tools actually apply in real life? What are the stories? What have I seen in my career? And so Brad, my main character, he goes through the book and they're all different stories of different clients because I just wanted to share how this actually transforms people's lives. Yeah, I thought that was such a smart way of um, sharing information through stories because that's how we learn, isn't it, through stories. Yeah, yeah. So, so that leads me to, to the next question about wellness and if someone, mm-hmm. and, you know, thinking about a lot of the people listening now, we are in lockdown and if someone just wanted to start the process of looking after themselves or building in some, some wellness practices, can you give us some ideas on how they might start doing that, Jamie? Absolutely. Well-being looks different for every single person. And one of the things that I think we have to stop doing is pretending that it looks the same for everyone Mm -hmm. because people get really excited to tell you about what they're doing and how you should do it. And I think part of the journey is discovering your own wisdom and reconnecting to that and figuring out what's right for you. Um, One of the places I start with every client is thinking about energy. Um, we talk a lot about work-life balance and none of us know what the heck that means. I like to think about energy versus time. Time is not a renewable resource and energy is. So can we start thinking about ourselves as a renewable resource and how do we individually get energy back in? And I think about it in those four categories, similar to what we were talking about earlier, mind, body, heart, and spirit. 
what fills you up? And I have a worksheet out on my website that I use that just has those four categories. And I ask people, just brainstorm, write down anything you can think of that gives you energy, might give you energy, something you did as a kid that gave you energy. What fills you? What brings you joy? What gives you nourishment? And write it all down. And I always say, I promise I'm not going to tell you to do all of it, but I'm going to ask you to pick one thing on that list, one small thing that feels like you can do it. And I think that's a great place to start is really shifting the lens away from time and thinking about energy and mm. how we renew ourselves. Mm, beautiful. So what's your favorite wellness habit or routine? What fills you up? <laughs> so, I, oh, thank you for asking. I have, I have so many things that fill me up. Um, I'm a, a mom of two amazing children. I have an incredible husband. I have a dog that I look at his face and I just can't help but just be happy. Um, but I also have a very, very religious practice um, in the morning of getting energy back in because my, my role is really about giving to others and holding space for others. And so I need to make sure I am completely full before I start my day. And so what I do is I, I am an early bird. That's just my nature. So I get up at 5 a.m. I have a meditation practice. Um, then I like to do some yoga practice. And then I also love CrossFit. And so I have a wonderful community I get to work out with. And so I'll, I will work out with my community. And then I come home, have a nourishing breakfast. And then my kids are waking up and I can then... Um, help them and get them what they need and start my work day. So I really spend those first two hours of the day giving to myself so that I have capacity for others. Mm. Your own win cup. the morning, win the day. Mm. <laughs> so true. So ja Jamie, what are you working on right now? Well, I am fortunate to have wonderful clients that I get to work with um, all the time. Um, and I am actually just found out that I'm going to be starting my doctorate here in the fall. So I'm pretty excited about Congratulations. that. I'm ready. Thank you. I'm, I'm ready to um, really contribute to the research around this idea of full body leadership. I don't think there's enough research out there connecting the dots between leadership and well-being. And so I really wanted the opportunity to um, contribute to the research and to bring a lot of that thought leadership to my clients as well. Mm. Oh, and it's so needed, isn't it? Because um, when when you look at what actually shifts people's behaviour, sometimes you actually have to show them the evidence, you know, the why, you know, what, what are the facts? <laughs> yeah, and I think, you know, having that research is going to really add to the, um, I don't know, momentum that we're starting to see about, you know, this wellness how important it is. Oh, yeah, well, definitely keep us in the loop on that. We would love to, yes. um, yeah, you know, get some information from you to share with, with our clients on any of the research that, that you're Yeah, doing. or if you want to use some of our clients for your research, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we've got great yeah, clients. That's yeah. what you need, you yeah. know. As we know, when we do, we're yeah. doing research, we need people mm. who are willing to answer those surveys. Mm. Absolutely. And I fully agree like the momentum is here and let's just keep going because yeah. I see transformation happening and the more we can get together and band together and help transform the better because we don't change in isolation we need our community to keep elevating so yeah. 
I'm just so grateful to know you both and to have the opportunity to talk to you today. Oh, and thank you. So for me, the biggest takeaway was, um, you know, taking a stand for yourself, you know, like, and, and what a potent question. Oh, yeah. Am I taking a stand for myself today? And where was that in that behaviour or that action or that thing that I did, you know, to, to fill myself out? So I really like that. Thank you. What was yours, Michelle? Oh, very similar. It's, you know, the, the whole, you know, be the best friend to yourself. You know, we were just talking to somebody earlier on on a coaching call and one of their issues is that they their self-talk is very negative and, you know, can you imagine, you know, having, um, I don't know, a community, your family, the people that you work with speaking to themselves with love and support, you know, that's just, uh, that's a gift, not only to yourself but to everyone, to the world really. Um, so I love yes. that concept, love it. So, Jamie, is there um, any last thing that you would want to share with the people listening? Well, I have tons of free resources out on my website, so feel free to, to grab that. Um, lots of tools that I use every day with my clients, and so I just hope that, you know, you just take that one little step, really, really take that one step, take these amazing, amazing podcasts that you get to listen to and, and take action, mm. take action from it. Oh, awesome. Right. Yeah. You sound so, yeah, we sound very similar. Similar. <laughs> yes. Yeah, and that's why we wanted right. to get you on. It's, it's wonderful to hear um, from someone else, you know, from across the world yeah. who is in yeah. the same realm of work and it's like, hey, this is what we've discovered. Same for you. Yeah. 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 So we're going to link your uh, website in the show notes and um, we'll have a look at a resource and perhaps we might add that in as well. But thank you so much. It's been wonderful to, um, yeah, connect. connect. Yeah. I agree. Thank you both so much. Okay. Thanks, Jamie. Bye. Thanks, Jamie. Bye. You've been listening to the People Leaders Podcast with Michelle and Jan Turkelson. For show notes and other free resources, please visit us at peopleleaderspodcast.com. Do you know someone else who could benefit from cutting-edge leadership and management techniques? Please take a moment to share this and other episodes via your podcast app, email, or social media channels. Each share helps us fulfill our goals of reducing workplace stress and increasing job satisfaction for leaders, managers, and their teams worldwide. The People Leaders Podcast is brought to you by the Experts On Air Podcast Network.